This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1280, Disconnect with Respect on the Phone. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 130 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Los Angeles and New York City, USA. And to take your learning deeper with real-time transcripts and vocabulary practice, download our app on your iOS device. Go to allearsenglish.com slash bonuses. Do you get sales calls from pushy salespeople? Today, we answer a listener question from a student from Japan who wants to know how to end these calls in English without being rude. Find out how to do it today. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Awesome, Michelle. How's everything going on your end? Everything is going well here. But you know what? It's getting a little frustrating because I feel like I get so many phone calls from telemarketers or just scammers or something, and it's getting oh, frustrating. No. Oh, that's not good. Jeez. Yeah. What do you do when they call? Um, You know, what I now I really, I don't know. I don't answer the phone anymore unless I know who's calling, right? Because yeah. I figure if I get a voicemail from someone I know, then, you know, and I just didn't know their number, then then I'll call them back or they'll text and say it's so-and-so, right? Yeah. But yeah. if I don't, if I get a voicemail sometimes, like the other day, I just got one and I don't even know what it was talking about. And yeah. you get these scams, you get these telemarketers. Oh, and yeah. so I usually, that's usually how I handle it. What do you, what about you, mm. Lindsay? Yeah, same here. I think Jessica and I were talking about this either on IELTS Energy or on this podcast once where it's things have really changed around answering the phone, at least yeah. in our culture. People don't people kind of consider it a little bit of an invasion of privacy when the phone <laughs> rings now because there is texting, you know, you could text. Right. So I also screen my calls. I mean, the yeah. term is to screen your calls, right? right? I don't really answer my phone that much unless I recognize the person on the other end. Unless it's right. someone's name. Yeah. Right. But then, oh, like every once in a while, like like I remember when I was pregnant, I'd be like waiting for a call from the doctor and they'll like call from an unknown number sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, well, I don't know who that person is. And then it's like, <laughs> ah, I missed it. Right. But in that case, worst case scenario, they'll leave a message, right? Or they're right, not allowed to. Right. Yeah. But then you always have to, especially when it's a doctor, it's like. Then you have to get back to them. It's, it's hard. It's so to hard like to get a yeah. doctor on the phone, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's the only, that's the only drawback to that. If it's a very serious situation, like something like big that you're waiting for the right. news, if you're I might waiting answer the phone. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So awesome. So Lindsay, we're going to talk about this more today in a second. But first, we wanted to say thank you so much to our listeners who have reviewed us. Yeah. So we got a couple of awesome reviews this week. Thank you to Saad Rashid from India. Thank you to Lu Ho Bin from China. Thank you to Shenny Smile from Taiwan. Guys, thank you for your reviews. And we want to see more reviews. Guys, ask your questions 
question inside your review. You can review us wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, wherever you are listening, write a review for All Ears English and we will see it. Awesome. We love it. Thank you so much. So we have an a great question for today. I don't know that if we have our listen this listener's name actually. Okay. Um, but whoever it is, thank you so much for the question. Lindsay, would you read the question for us? Yeah, this is a listener who apparently had been living in LA before and I was living in LA, so we we're connecting on that. But here is the question. I've been listening to your podcast for more than three and a half years wow. in order to keep up with my English. That's awesome. Since I came back to Japan after my three-year assignment in LA, thanks to your podcast, I could achieve a full score of TOEIC listening and reading test last year after several attempts. Congratulations. Congrats. Yeah. I'm so glad that we were able to help her out with that. That's so good. Him or her. I don't know if this is a woman or a man. One of the things I had difficulty with when I was living in the US was pushy phone sales. Mm. I usually received the phone calls at dinner time on the weekends and could not decline the pushy offer as they never allow you to interrupt their sales. <laughs> <laughs> Especially cable TV offers were very bad. I usually ended up accepting the offer and later called them for cancellation. Oh, no. Interesting. Interesting. I wonder how natives deal with this kind of pushy sales call. I also had difficulties declining the offer of a timeshare of a luxury resort at the airport. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Being Japanese, it's very difficult to strongly reject such offers. Mm. It happens even in Japan. Interesting. This is fascinating. This is going to be a cultural episode today. Yes. I hope you can give me some tips on how to deal with these occasions. By the way, I miss LA so much. I'm thinking about running the LA Marathon next year. I hope to meet you there. Well, I'm not living in LA anymore. <laughs> mm -hmm. So now I'm in Colorado. So things have changed a little bit, my plan, but that's okay. So this is an interesting story here from our listener, Michelle. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I know how this listener feels. I, do you? Yeah. yeah, I do. I can have trouble um, in these situations. Like, is this, my hard time is, have you ever had the people in the mall stop you to try yes. something? Or like, yes. maybe a lotion or something? Yeah, for sure. Oh, I, I, I've fallen into that trap and I've bought a couple. You bought things. it? <laughs> I've, yeah, I used to have the lotion and like, but I've gotten much better. But I actually, sometimes I have to have like the person that I'm walking with, like whoever I'm with at the mall, I have to have them stand in between me. And when I'm oh walking gosh. near like a stand, oh my gosh, I, I oh, can't wow. even, because I end up like getting into, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people. Let's just say that. Interesting. Okay, good to know. Good to know. I mean, yeah, so you at least you can communicate that to your family and friends and they can intervene. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, no, no. Um, yeah, so we're going to get into this more in a second. Um, but first, guys, we have talked about pushy salespeople before. Um, yep. So that was on episode 650. Wow, I remember this episode and it feels like yesterday. So that's crazy oh. that it was uh, only episode 650. So this is what to say to pushy salespeople in English. Good one. Good one. Guys, if you're in the iOS app, super easy to find that. Just type 650 in the search bar. Definitely. Cool. So that was more about uh, salespeople in person. Um, okay. So because we've talked about it in person a little bit, we're going to talk about it. We're going to focus more on the phone uh, part about it because that's one of the things that the listener was asking about. 
Guys, if you love to listen to this show four days a week, then make sure you are subscribed because sometimes we send out bonus episodes, announcements, special opportunities, and you don't want to miss those bonus episodes. So hit subscribe now in your podcast player. Thanks, guys. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. So we'll talk about the phone specifically. So what are the options that our listener has in this situation? Well, as we spoke about, don't answer the numbers you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. This I mean, this mm-hmm. can't always avoid the problem like like even in my apartment, I actually have a landline. Okay, you do. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I do, but I don't. I only have it because it goes with like the internet package and okay. there happened to be a phone in my apartment when I moved in because it buzzes people up. Okay. So I have a landline. So I'll get I always have the volume off, except I think on this show, it's been on a couple times if I was <laughs> accidentally had it on. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, just yesterday, I got a call and I had to tell the person I didn't want to talk. But anyway, so sometimes it happens. Um, so don't <laughs> answer numbers you don't know. I don't even have caller ID on that one. So Okay, so that's that's the good rule of thumb. And I think more and more people are doing that just because of how, you know, most people will text, right? More often now, your closer friends will send you a text message. Yeah. So the calls are more often than not spammy. Yeah, now, no one calls me on that number. Yeah. So yes, exactly. And sometimes, do you ever get a number that you don't know, but it's from your same area code or it's very close to your phone number? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of the big yes. things now. So guys, watch out oh, for that. Oh, I've been getting a call from a, th- I'm a 347 <laughs> Brooklyn number. I've been getting a call from 347. I haven't been answering it, but I guess that's a scam. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I, I get them. I have a uh, Maryland area code and okay. uh, yeah, it's definitely, uh, <laughs> it happens to me a lot. Numbers that are close to mine. Um, so what's something else, Lindsay, you could do if you're on the phone okay. already? Uh-oh. So so what we do in American English, American culture, one thing is to explain that you aren't interested nicely. So how would we do that? Of course, it's good to be nice. We always want to be respectful, right? Um, these are people. They probably don't want to make that call. It's their job. If we can have that sense of empathy on the other right. end, and it sounds like this is not the problem that the student is having. She's got plenty of empathy, right? Right. Um, but, you know, in general, it's good to have an empathy, have a sense right. of empathy for that person because they probably don't want to make the call either. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Um, so we're going to talk in a second about some things that you can say. But, you yeah. know, if you if you want to have the nicer approach, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, or the thing that the other thing you can do is be more abrupt. Sometimes you do need to be direct in these situations, right? Like our listener was talking about having a hard time being yeah. this way. But You have to kind of psych yourself up for it and try it once. And yes, you don't have to be like, call them names and scream and yell, right? Right, No one wants to be mean, but maybe think of it as like direct, right? Um, And just getting comfortable with that. I mean, I think if we can try to differentiate quickly, figure out whether it is a scam or whether it's a legitimate customer service call that they don't mean any harm, they just have to make the call. I see those as two different things. I think that's a good point, Lindsay. Um, 
Yeah, but it's not easy, right? When we're learning English and we don't necessarily understand everything they say, they speak quickly. So it's tricky. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So guys, you know, you have to be strong with your decision. It's, it's, you know, it's not your personality. Think of it as you're a different person, right? It's your phone personality. Yeah, exactly. And I think if you if you can choose, guys, one set response that you say for pretty much everyone, everything, every yeah. call, then it can be a lot easier because that's just your yeah. go-to response yeah. when you get a call like this, right? So you yeah. don't actually have to think about what you're going to say. You just say it. Right, right, right. That's a good, that's a good idea, Lindsay. So what are some things that we can say? Um, okay. This first one, I feel like, is the typical one, Lindsay. What is it? Yeah. So I'm sorry I'm not interested. And you could try to keep repeating it. It's so hard because they will keep talking. (laughs) And yeah, just keep on saying, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Yeah. Or what else, Michelle? You could say, uh, you know, in the beginning, you can just say, I can't talk right now, but I appreciate your call. Mm, yeah, I mean, that. so that's nice and respectful, right? Right. Um, I appreciate your call. I actually really like that, Michelle. I oh, like good. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, or or if one. you want to be really nice. Yeah. This You could say, this sounds really interesting. I'll have to think about it and call you back. So that's really good because we may have mentioned this last time in 650, but then, you know, it takes the pressure off them. They're not going to call you back. You call them back and right. you have you have a delay. So you don't have to agree to anything right away. Right, right, right. Exactly. Like if I'm in that situation, that that's what I would say. If somebody's thinking about uh, like trying to sell me something uh, explicitly, I might say, oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I'll call you back. You know, I'll think about it. Yeah. And I think it's okay to get gradually more forceful in your response, right? It's okay to get more firm in the beginning, you're polite. And then the next time, if they don't let you, if they don't listen to you, I think I would also say it's okay to hang up if they're not listening to you. Then, oh, yeah. I hung up yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Sorry. Mean, really, I'm so mean. I mean, we didn't talk about that, but I'd say that's a good last resort. Just hang up the phone. Last right? resort. I did it in the beginning. The person. <laughs> no, yeah. it wasn't. I, I just did it in the beginning. I was just like, no, thank you. when I hung up. I mean, sometimes yeah. that happens. Listen, I, I mean, now I feel like a bad person for saying that. But Lindsay, that's how people do it, right? <laughs> some people do. Yeah. I mean, oh, usually some what people, I do. Now I feel bad. Not every no. <laughs> just kidding, Michelle. <laughs> Only the You're terrible fine. people. You no. are like one of the more respectful people that I know. Aww, more empathetic. I told you that before, for Aww, sure. Oh, thank you. Uh, but I mean, my go-to response is often, um, "I'm sorry, this isn't a good time." Um, uh, you know, just and then I will just keep saying that I'm, I'm not. I can't talk anymore. Just kind of being being blunt to some extent, being direct because yeah. you have yeah. to. Otherwise, they'll yeah. find a way back in. Exactly, exactly. So guys, you know, try and get people off the phone if it's in a nice way. But you know, if you have to be harsh, you have to be harsh. And yeah. you know, um, it, it can be tough sometimes. But let's give our listeners uh, a little bit of a role play and see how this is going. Lindsay, you are okay. the telemarketer. Oh, boy. Let me start to get ready to talk fast here. All right. All right. Hi, miss. I'm part of an organization called House Living Rustic. Can we talk for a few minutes? Um, I can't talk right now, but I appreciate your call. I only need a minute of your time. Okay. I'm selling these new windows, but I have a special deal right now. I'm sorry. This sounds really interesting. I'll have to think about it and call you back. But you haven't heard the deal. I'm sorry. I'm not interested. So the deal is... I'm sorry. I'm not interested. Thank you anyway. Hang up. Oh, (laughs) nice. Okay. That's that's good. I mean, I feel like you were able to get the person off the phone quickly and you weren't rude. Thank you. (laughs) We got it done. Yeah, we got it done. Got it done. So first thing you said was, I can't talk right now, but I appreciate your call. Mm-hmm. 
how do you okay. like this uh, company I made of House Living Rustics? I yeah, like interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So I was friendly, and then I said, "I'm sorry, this sounds really interesting. I'll have to think about it and call you back." Right. So I'm just yeah. trying to get you off the phone, really. Yeah, for sure. And then you and then you got a little more forceful at that point, right? You flipped mm-hmm. a switch and you said, I'm sorry, I'm not interested very bluntly at that point. You have to mm-hmm. get blunt if they're really not letting you off the phone. Right. And then I said, I'm sorry, I'm not interested again. And then I said, thanks anyway. And I hung up. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So this is also so cultural, right? We haven't talked about this yet. And I'm not sure exactly what I want to say around the culture piece. But when we learn language, we also learn a a different culture. And it doesn't mean that we have to take that other culture into our native language, right? So for a listener who's from Japan, I know what you're talking about. I lived in Japan for two years, a year and a half, right? And you visited Japan, right, Michelle? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a different communication style completely. So, but, you know, sometimes we can take on a bit of the new culture or you can take on a bit of American culture in your responses. So don't be afraid of that. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. You know, try and, um, you know, don't don't be scared. Don't be scared to do a little bit of a change because here this is pretty uh, these are typical responses. Yeah. And sometimes that can be fun, right? Can You can find different parts of yourself, like play with a new personality a little bit. That would be my challenge to our listener here. I like that. I like that. Oh, this is awesome, Lindsay. This is so much fun to talk about. (laughs) So cool. So cool. So yeah, stay strong, as Michelle says. I mean, this is this is great. I mean, this is part. What what did you say about disconnecting, by the way? Can you say that? Yeah. Well, my little joke is that sometimes part of learning how to connect is learning how to disconnect. Oh, so good. So good. We have to put that in quotes. (laughs) Good one, Michelle. So today is about how to disconnect. (laughs) Love it. Love it. All right, Michelle, this has been a good uh, good topic. And thanks to our listener who sent in this question. Thank you for being honest, too. Yeah, I loved it. Okay, this was fun, Lindsay. Have a good one and hope you don't get any telemarketers. Yeah, I hope not. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.